the college football experience, Texas A and M Aggies against the Arkansas Razorbacks game preview on the sports gambling podcast networks presented by WinBet. WinBet is now live in Colorado, Indiana, Michigan, New Jersey, Tennessee, Virginia, and Arizona from boosted parlays to in-game odds on every major sport. WinBet has what you need to win. Sign up today to receive a thousand dollar risk-free sports bet. Download the WinBet app now or visit winbet.com. That's W Y N N bet.com and start winning today. We're also brought to you by PropSwap, America's number one app to buy and sell sports bets. Use promo code SGP on your first deposit and receive up to $500 in bonus cash. That's PropSwap.com, promo code SGP. We're also brought to you by PicksWise. PicksWise is the number one app for free sports betting picks, props, and parlays. Download the free PicksWise app now to make your next bet better. We're also brought to you by Odds Crowd. Are you the best football better in the U.S.? Odds Crowd challenges you to prove it with their free to play fantasy betting contest. Every week, there's a free $350 NFL contest and a free $250 contest. Just head to oddscrowd.com to sign up. And of course, don't forget to download the SGPN app. Your home for all of our free picks and podcasts. Grab that SGPN app for free in the App Store or Google Play Store today. This is Brian Bosworth, aka the Boz, and you're listening to SGPN. Let it ride, brother. Peace out, Boz out. Welcome. Welcome to the college football experience. Texas A&M Aggies against the Arkansas Razorbacks. This is the betting preview. My name is Colby Swinging Danterbase Dan aka Pick Dundee. That's not a pick. This is a pick. Nobody knows nothing. Somebody knows. Double the price that no one touches Dundee. Boom, no one touches Dundee. But if there is one, I might be this gentleman right here because this guy knows college football and college basketball as good as anybody all sports really uh, contributor over at SGPN. Give it up for Terrell Furman jr. How you doing Terrell? Appreciate you hopping on and, uh, and talking. Uh, what did we get the battle in uh, Arkansas, Texas A&M and Jerry's world at the yeah. Cowboys stadium. Um, yeah. uh, you know, this is a, a, a two tw- top 25 teams. Allegedly, I will make that case that one of them does not belong in the top 25. Um, but first let me just, how am I going to forget your music? We all have those weeks, man. We, oh, we all have absolutely. those weeks. Uh, you were uh, just a week ago. You were top ten on tally site. You know, there's a hundred and like thirty five professionals picking games. 
and you and finished. Top five. I was yeah, top five, you were top you know, five. There we go. I'm not counting. I'm not counting. So make sure you give <laughs> Terrell Furman Jr. a follow on Twitter at reallyrell underscore underscore. But 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 let's dive into this game, man. Because coming into the season, you know, if you listen to the College Football Experience podcast, we, you know, kind of I thought A and M is going to have this game as much as I thought I like Sam Pittman. I thought I, I kind of like what he did year one. Uh-huh. I, I have switched, uh, you know, my opinion uh, on this game, you know, just from a, a month ago. It's easy to see a tide turn. Uh, look, <laughs> I've been really impressed with Arkansas and, and Kendall Browse in this offense and this quarterback KJ the Jefferson. Line? Yeah, the O line, which which was Pittman's forte when he was at Georgia. Yeah, yeah, he and he came back with five starters this year. They have like a combined hundred plus starts under their belt. The offensive line looks really good, and that's why their run game is so good. I like Arkansas, so I, I thought she was talking about maybe A and M being the pretender top twenty five team. No, but that, that's what I'm referring to. That is yeah. what I'm referring to. Uh, yeah, because I think yeah. Arkansas is legit a little bit. I do, and um, I was just you know going back through the games and just kind of getting a better feel for these teams because, you know, we sit here and we watch all the games and we try to get as, as a good a feel for everybody, but it's just not like sitting there watching film on actual teams and looking at how they play. And I was going back looking at the Arkansas Texas game and looking at Jefferson and uh, KJ Jefferson. I think it is. Yeah. Yeah. I'm looking at, looking at him and he's making great reads with this RPO. Like he has this RPO, offense down. Now, did they always, you know, have the best luck with it? No, not necessarily. They really picked it up in that second half, but Jefferson is a big quarterback, man. He looks good. Like I'm interested in this Arkansas team. And let me tell you something. It's he's only going to get better and more familiar with the system. Kendall Bryles, son of art Bryles. uh, He's a good offensive coordinator. And I think with time, you know, last year he was implementing a new offense. They had Felipe Franks. They played solid considering, but I think this is where you're really seeing it pay off because KJ Jefferson, he's played better opponents than Texas A&M has like way yeah. better opponents. Cause Arkansas always gets the shitty schedule. Yeah. They always get yeah. the shitty yeah. schedule. Yeah. The SEC like, loves so to deal them a death blow schedule wise yeah, year so after you year. Have to, it's iron sharp sharpens iron. And I think he played, did he play in that Missouri game last year where yeah. I think, yeah. And he, yeah. they had like 550 total yards of offense in that game. So, uh, and we know we're not saying Missouri is one of the powerhouses of the sec, but they're definitely not the bottom. Yeah. Like, they're they're definitely the a decent football team. Yeah, so, so that's a, that's solid. Like that's a solid on your resume to have that going into the year as the starter. And so I'm just looking at this Arkansas team and just looking at the film. And I love their identity on offense. They are, they're saying we're going to run the ball. That's what we're going to do. And then we're going to play that RPO and we're going to suck you in. Basically we're going to suck you in. And as soon as you drop those two high safeties up at the top, because that's a lot of what Texas did. Texas had two high safeties at the top. Once you drop them into the box to try to stop that run game in that big quarterback in Jefferson, we're going to pull that ball out and we're going to throw it over the top of your head. So this, the, Sam Pittman's got something going here. He has something going, and this may not be the Arkansas team that we thought they were. I mean, dude, they're like, I think they're they're the second best team right now. I mean, you can make the case maybe Ole Miss actually. So I, I would say in the in, yeah. the in the SEC West, I think it's them. Ole Miss. Look, I know A and M came in as you know A and M fans are probably gonna hate what I'm saying here, but the reality is I'm a Colorado fan, yeah. right? I grew up rooting for the Colorado Buffaloes. I know we're not a good team. 
Yeah. Right. I, I watch what I watch and I, there's there, they now to Carl Durrell's credit, the Colorado's head coach, he went to, he elected to start a freshman. So mm-hmm. the senior transferred and, and these are the growing pains that you do when you start a freshman quarterback who hasn't played much. Um, uh, but a and M being in that game, I don't know how that's, I, I mean, I, I so if, if you look at it, it was all um, the backup quarterback when the bar, so they they were Calzada, when King, Calzada, yeah, Calzada, yeah. yeah. They so they struggled when King was in, but King brings a different. So this is the reason that King is the starter over Calzada, Calzada, Calzada. Yeah, the re, so this is the reason King is the starter because King is accurate with the football. He may not have the best arm like the you want to see in your quarterback, but he's accurate with the football and he's just a freak of nature athlete that can run the um run the option offense and be able to tuck and run and get up the field. Whereas Kanzada, he has the arm. Like his, if you look at all his throws, you're like, Ooh, that was a pretty pass. Like, Ooh, that's a pretty pass. But then you realize it's five yards above the receiver's head or he throws it into the dirt. He's just not accurate with the football right now. And that's the struggle because he, you're watching the game and he's missing wide open receivers, wide open receivers. He has a good offensive line and he's getting time. It's not like that Colorado was creating a bunch of havoc down low. He had the time yeah. and it's just, he could not hit these receivers. So now I'm looking at this three, four defense of Arkansas who can create havoc. And, and, on and Barry Odom, the defensive coordinator at Arkansas, sorry to, to, to cut you off, man, no, go ahead. But, but Barry Odom, very good defensive coordinator. I think he'll probably yeah. be a head coach because you, you go back to his time at uh, at Missouri. He you know he was a head coach that yes okay they weren't what they were with Gary Pinkle but they were still making bowls. He's a solid coach and I think a, a, a group of five will probably snatch him up uh, to be a head coach soon. So giving Barry Odom a week to prepare for Zach Calzada you know, to yeah. play into your point, I think is, is very, uh, very good for any Arkansas fan out there. Calzada is just completing 51% of his passes and that's playing Colorado's defense. And that's that's and, giving more than I thought. That is more yeah. than I thought. I thought he was probably like in the 40 range. Like when you, when you look at that game, he missed a lot of passes, man. Well, no, you know, you know, what probably helped was that New Mexico game because yeah, yeah okay. play, play yeah. the New Mexico play game and Mexico. the Colorado game, 51%. Yeah, but that's yeah, I, no. So that's not a good thing. I mean, look, I, I, the kid's a, a young quarterback. I don't want to blast the kid. Uh, he's just struggling right now, and I think he's going to struggle against Barry Odom. But he might have a bright future down the road. But uh, Arkansas with KJ Jefferson, and look, we preview these teams all the time, man. Over over years here, and and I can tell you this: he's completing sixty two percent of his passes. But the number the, that jumps out to me the most: ten yards of completion. Mm-hmm. 10 it's yards because of, of the RPO. Yeah. It's the RPO. So he's very, they're very select about when they, when they pass with them and they give him the option. So if you watch the offense, he's always looking up whenever he's going, he's handing the ball off to Smith, the running back. He's always looking up and he's looking like, Oh, okay. I got that guy in the slant right there. And it's a quick as that where he goes, all right, I'm taking, I'm keeping it. Boom. And he's got the ball out. He doesn't hold on to the football at all. Unless they're, unless they have, you know, it's an obvious passing down and they're going downfield, which they don't get too much of because they run the ball so effectively that they're at third and short a lot of the time. Yeah. A lot of the time. So it's like, well, this could be a passing down. This could be a run again. So you don't really know. And I think that if they can win that battle up front, the battle here is going to be between that offensive line of Arkansas and that defensive line of Texas A&M because Texas A&M still has 
probably one of the top five defenses in all of college football right now. Mike Elko, a great defensive coordinator down there in College Station. I think he's the anchor of this team this season so far, based on what we saw. He just shut out New Mexico. Now, New Mexico is not very good. But if you shut out anybody at, yeah. at this point, it's yeah. college football. If you shut out anybody, 100%. that is 100%. that is worthy of you know some good words. But I will say that the way A and M's offense has been playing, I don't. They're living off of a preseason ranking to me. I yeah. I, I, mm-hmm. I think uh, this is if A and M wins this game, then I'll retract my statements because this is their first like decent opponent that I've seen. I mean, Kent State is a, a decent Mac school, we think. Um, but you know that was even a close game at halftime. It was not a, a like it wasn't a really impressive performance to me. Now on the other mm-hmm. hand, with with Arkansas, with I said KJ Jefferson. Another thing to mention, I know you t- you touched on Traylon Smith, the running back. Uh, they have a slew of running backs between him, Raheem Sanders, and Dominique Johnson, yep. and AJ Green. They have four guys that are over a hundred yards already this season. Um, and then KJ Jefferson, the dual threat capability that is KJ Jefferson. He's getting seven he's and huge. a half yards a rush. Seven no, and a no, half. No, when you look at him, he is so huge running down the field. Like he should be on a basketball court, not on a <laughs> football field. Like he is tall and he is big, and so it's hard to bring him down. This, this is a, this is a good game. And I think that this all is going to, it's that battle up front between that offensive line in Arkansas and that defensive line of Texas. Cause Texas creates havoc. Texas is, and Arkansas, both their defensive lines create havoc. They just have different systems. So if Arkansas can stop the havoc that Texas A&M creates, they're going to open up doors for their offense to continue to move the ball. And so that's one end of the spectrum. And then the other end on the offense side of all Texas A&M is how much, what is Kazada going to do for you? Yeah. That, what is he going to do for you? Because well, his actually, arm is there. And can his he arm not, and talent is there. Can he not turn the ball over? I think is huge for a and If a and is going to win this game, Kazada has got to play kind of a perfect game and he's got to take some shots down the field. Also, you can't yep. just protect him because as much as A&M, I do like their running backs. Uh, I think Barry Odom is going to key in on that. And I think if they cannot throw deep down the field, uh, they, and, and, and A&M's got a great tight end and Widemeyer that, that maybe that's a guy to go play action and, and make mm-hmm. Calzada feel a little bit better. But if you look at right now, the all like just charting the, uh, the total defense, uh, I'll start out actually with, uh, with going offensively, Arkansas has got the 16th best offense in the country right now. And yeah. and they've played a harder schedule than A and M. A and M's got the thirty third best offense. That that was not supposed to be the case this year. Then when you look at the defensive side of the ball, and once again, Arkansas played much better teams. I mean, uh, Texas is better than anyone on A and M's schedule. Uh, Arkansas handled Texas, and then I think you can make a case that Georgia Southern and Rice might. I mean, they're de- I can tell you that Georgia Southern's definitely better than New Mexico or. or or, uh, or, or, and probably Kent state. I don't know. Cause they, they are in the triple option. Maybe you can argue stuff there, but uh, New Mexico does not have a prolific offense by any means. Now, defensively, the, uh, the, the stat I wanted to hit you with Arkansas, Barry Odom's got the 27th best defense in the country right now yeah, in, te- man. in Texas. Yeah. Texas A&M charting back at 43rd and, and A&M is at, you know, they're giving up 4.3 yards per play, right? Uh, Arkansas though. Meanwhile, four, four point or basically four yards of play. Um, I mean, this is something that is, and that's when you're playing Texas, like that's, that's a prolific offense. Colorado, we know has no offense. So that, that almost jades a and M stats. <laughs> you know what I mean? Like Colorado and New Mexico are offensively challenged. Now Kent state, you can say what you want and say, okay, 
they were the number one offense in the nation in their little four game season last year. I I don't know that it would have been the number one offense over a normal season without COVID, mm-hmm. but they're still a prolific offense. I'll credit Mike Elko there, but I do wonder if you go back and watch, I mean, I'm a Colorado fan. They left points on the field, man. Colorado had their opportunities yeah. and, and a lot of it was the fact they're starting this freshman quarterback. I think KJ Jefferson is going to be able to make a and M pay for, for in, in the spots where Colorado couldn't. And, uh, and currently this line, and I know it seems right now, Arkansas is getting five and a half points. The over unders 47 plus 180 on the money line for Arkansas. Mm-hmm. I, I think the wrong team's favorite Terrell. I really believe that. Now I get it. It's in, it, it's technically a neutral site game, but it still is in the state of Texas. Mm-hmm. Will there be more a and M fans there than Arkansas? Perhaps I'm taking Arkansas though. I don't care that. I think since a and M's entered the big 12, I believe Arkansas is winless against a and M. I think Pittman's going to turn that corner this Saturday. Um, I agree. I'm kind of, so I'm looking at the numbers here. Uh, like I said, five and a half, um, is the total we got, uh, I mean, five and a half for, um, they're getting five and a half for Texas A&M total set at 48. So it seems that they think there's going to be a little bit more of a lower scoring game. Cause these, uh, two good defenses, Arkansas is getting a lot of the money right now, looking to see how that gets closer to kickoff, but just looking excellent. O's, I feel, it feels like this is just a tad bit too many points. I wouldn't say wrong team favor necessarily, necessarily, um, I think that this defense is strong enough. Spiller is the, probably the best running back in the whole sec right now. And, you know, if with him behind that offensive line, a lot of good things can happen and he can mess around and have a 200 yard game just like that easily and blow this open and make it so that Kanzada doesn't even really have to do anything. So that's going to be the number one thing, especially with this three, four defense, and for Arkansas is they're going to have to close those gaps with those linebackers and make sure that he doesn't get into the secondary. Cause if he gets into the secondary, it's going to be a very long day for Arkansas and Jerry's world. Um, with that being said, I'm still taking Arkansas here at this spot. I like this defense. I think they create havoc. I like that they can get to the quarterback with only three because there's a lot of times in that Texas A&M game that they were getting to the quarterback, just rushing three and they dropped back eight. And that's going to be huge because I think Kanzada, if he's on a passing down and he's looking at eight guys dropping back in the covers, there's no way he's making the right read there. Yeah. Um, I think Barry so Odom I think, will have the the advantage on Elko. Now Elko is a great defensive coordinator, but, but, uh, and I don't mean mm-hmm. to cut you off again, but I think that o- Odom being, being able to, uh, to have the essentially dial up a defense against an inexperienced quarterback. Now you could say KJ yeah. Jefferson's not super experienced too, but uh, he's more experienced than Calzada, and he was the guy penciled in to be a starter all spring. You know what I yep. mean? So, so I think that's the advantage. Um, I actually lean over. I actually lean the over here because I I think they're gonna have to get some points. Yeah, I, I don't know. Texas A and M, Texas A and M three and zero to the over. Arkansas, I mean Texas A and M three and zero to the under. Arkansas three and zero to the over. So this can definitely go either way. It depends on whose pace runs the game, who's controlling the game. They're, throughout this time. And that's going to really lean over to what the total is. So maybe you want to lean whichever way you lean with the, uh, with the, the side lean that way with the total as well. So you're on Arkansas plus five and a half, then yeah, and probably would be on the over if it goes their way. 
I'm on Arkansas as well. I think Arkansas, this is probably should be a three point game. If we're talking about a neutral site field, even though it is in Jerry's world and they probably accounted for that a little bit, but this probably should be a three point spread for Texas A&M. Maybe just because we don't know what Gonzalez is. I see the arm talent there. I don't want to get on my, see the arm talent there. He just does not, he's not accurate with the football yet. And if he gets accurate with the football with that arm, Oh, he's a scary, he is a scary man. I'm going to let you know right now, but I'm on Arkansas in this spot. Give me the five and a half. I'm on Arkansas in the five and a half. And I say sprinkle some on the money line. And, and if you're going to play the over under, I actually think you go over, but um, I can't wait to watch this one. Terrell, I appreciate you hopping on and talking a little a and M Arkansas sec matchup down there at Jerry's Absolutely. world. I wish they would play this game on campus, but Hey, you know, we'll settle for wh- wherever we can get this. All right. But uh, look, everyone give Terrell Furman jr. A follow on Twitter at uh, really rel underscore underscore. Like I said, hit all of his picks are posted over a tally site and a contributor over at sports gambling podcast network. And we have him here on the college experience all the time. Appreciate you hopping on. Look uh, guys, please do yourself a favor. Uh, subscribe to the college football experience. Uh, tell a friend also subscribe to our other feed, the college basketball experience, Buzz Williams down there in a and M big year for him after he left Virginia tech. And then you obviously have uh Musselman doing a great job at Arkansas. They're, they're, they're loaded for the season. We will have you covered talking that on the college basketball experience, subscribe to both and look, um, you know, go get that SGPN app guys. It's free to download in the app store and Google play store. Uh, you'll get all of our picks, all of our podcasts, uh, go grab that thing for free. And when you do leave us a five-star review. And if the, and if you do that, take a screenshot of your five-star review, find me on Twitter at the Colby D follow me, show me that, uh, that review. I'll send you a college experience t-shirt. I'm at the Colby D uh, Terrell Furman jr. Once again, at really rel underscore underscore the college football experience new to Twitter and Instagram at TCE on SGPN and the sports gambling podcast network on Twitter at the SGP network. Give us all a follow me and Terrell are both taking the Razorbacks plus the five and a half. This is the college football experience, Arkansas, Texas A&M style. You better start thinking about yours and we out of here.